Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We have a terrific show for you today, including special guest Kathleen Pasadomo, our Florida State Senate President. We'll also visit with Boo Mortensen. Seton Modley, the founder and president of Less Government, will be joining us as well. It is April the 25th on this day in 1859 at Port Said in Egypt. Ground was broken for the Suez Canal, an artificial waterway intended to stretch 101 miles across the Isthmus of Suez and connect the Mediterranean and the Red Seas. Ferdinand and Lesseps, the French diplomat who organized the colossal undertaking, developed a a pickaxe blow that inaugurated the construction. Canals have been built on the Suez region, which connect the continents of Asia and Africa since ancient times. Under the uh, Ptolemaic rulers of Egypt, a channel connected the Bitter Lakes to the Red Sea, and a canal reached northward from Lake Timsa as far as the Nile River. These canals fell into disrepair or were intentionally destroyed for military reasons. As early as the 15th century, Europeans speculated about building a canal across the Suez, which would allow traders to sail from the Mediterranean to the Indian Ocean via the Red Sea. Rather than having to sail around the great distance around Africa's Cape of Good Hope, the first seer survey of the Isthmus occurred during the French occupation of Egypt at the end of the 18th century, and the General Napoleon de Bonaparte personally inspected the remains of an ancient canal. Uh, France made further studies up for a canal, and in 1854, Ferdinand de Lesbes, the former French consul to Cairo, secured an agreement with the Ottoman governor of Egypt to build a canal. An early international team of engineers drew up the construction plan. In 1856, the Suez Canal Company was formed and granted the right to operate the canal for 99 years after completion of the work. Construction began in April 1859, and at first digging was done by hands with picks and shovels wielded by forced laborers. Later, European workers with uh, dredgers and steam shovels arrived. Uh, Labor disputes and cholera uh, epidemic slowed construction, and the Suez Canal was not completed until 1869, four years behind schedule. On November the 17th, 1869, the Suez Canal was officially inaugurated as an elaborate ceremony intended by French Empress Eugenie, wife of Napoleon III. <clears throat> Ferdinand de Lesseps would uh, later attempt unsuccessfully to build a canal across the Isthmus of Panama. He died in 1894. When it opened, the Suez Canal was 25 feet deep, that's not much, and 72 feet wide at the bottom and 200 to 300 feet wide in the surface. Consequently, fewer than 500 ships navigated in its first full year of operation. Major improvements began in 1876. However, the canal soon grew into one of the world's most heavily traveled shipping lanes. In 1875, Great Britain became the largest shareholder in the Suez Canal Company when it bought up the stock of the new Ottoman governor of Egypt. Seven years later, in 1882, Britain invaded Egypt, beginning a long occupation of the country. The Anglo-Egyptian Treaty of 1936 made Egypt virtually independent, but Britain reserved rights for the protection of the canal. 
After World War II, Egypt pressed for evacuation of British troops from the Suez Canal Zone, and in July 1956, Egyptian President Nasser nationalized the canal, hoping to change to charge tolls that would pay for construction of a massive dam on the Nile River. In response, Israel invaded in late October, and British and French troops landed in early November, occupying, occupying the canal zone. Under pressure from the United Nations, Britain and France withdrew in December, and Israeli forces departed in March 1957. That month, Egypt took control of the canal and reopened it to commercial shipping. Ten years later, Egypt shut down the canal again following the Six-Day War and Israel occupation of the Sinai Peninsula. For the next eight years, the Suez Canal, which separates the Sinai from the rest of Egypt, uh, exited at, at the front line between the Egypt and uh, Israel, Israeli armies. In 1975, Egyptian President Anwar Sadat reopened the Suez Canal as a gesture of peace talks with the Israel. Today, dozens of ships navigate the canal daily, carrying more than 300 million tons of goods each year. In uh, March 2021, the Suez Canal was blocked for six days after a massive container vessel got stuck in it. Do you remember that? That was just uh, the other day kind of thing. But the Suez Canal, such an interesting history and uh, certainly created a lot of turmoil over its history. Well, of course, there's big news on exits. Let's start off with the big one. Fox News announced Monday that it's parting ways with Daily Caller co-founder and Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Fox News Media and uh, Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways, said Fox in a statement. We thank him for his service to the network and as a host and prior to that as a contributor. Mr. Carlson's last night was Friday, April the 21st. Fox News Tonight will uh, air live at 8 p.m. starting in the evening as an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. Well, that was quite that was some news. No statement at all from Tucker Carlson so far. Uh, Fox stock immediately took a four to five percent hit. It ended down about three and a half percent. I don't know about you, but uh, we immediately canceled our subscription to Fox Nation. We enjoyed watching Tucker Carlson uh, today, and uh, now. Well, and I, as I understand, we weren't alone. Many, many people did the same thing. I hope he finds a new home soon because we're going to miss Tucker Carlson. There's a rumor on social media that he's already been offered to a $250 million five-year deal. The breaking news comes just days after the media outlet announced it was parting ways with Dan Bongino. Lots of other uh, personalities are swirling around in the media and uh, social media about who might be going next. Uh, going to miss Tucker Carlson. We'd love to see him on the air. And uh, there's a great opportunity for a new media outlet to take over his contract. Don Lemon was terminated from his anchor role at uh, CNN, he announced Monday. The news comes after Variety published a story earlier this month on allegations he mistreated his female colleagues over the course of his career there. And earlier this year, he faced backlash over widely criticized comment he made on air. Lem announced the news on Twitter, saying he was informed by his agent that he was being terminated. I am stunned, Lemon wrote, after 17 years at CNN. I would have thought someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. Don Lemon, even to the end, sweating the small stuff to the very end. Don Lemon. Gone at CNN after 17 years almost brings me to tears. <laughs> President Joe Biden announced Monday, here's another 
to complete the trifecta, he announced Monday that Susan Rice, his uh, domestic policy chief, will leave the administration after serving over two years in the role. The move brings to cl- uh, close Rice's prolific, wide-ranging, and controversial tenure overseeing Biden's ad- domestic agenda, including some of the thorniest political issues, such as immigration policy. During her move, more than two years in the role, Biden signed executive and legislative actions on health care, gun safety, student loans, policing, and other key priorities for Democrats. Rice's last day at the White House is going to be May 26th. Biden says she was a great asset and will be missed. I don't know about you, but I, I take a look at what domestic policy has done to our country in the last two years, increasing energy costs, high inflation, woke policy. She has been, in my opinion, a disaster and created all kinds of chaos here on the domestic front. I'd be relieved if she were leaving if I knew her replacement would be any better. I'm concerned what will fill that vacuum after May 26. Susan Rice, gone from the White House. Well, federal prosecutors are reportedly weighing four criminal charges against Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden. The charges are reportedly related to Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China. The charges that uh, prosecutors are considering include tax evasion, money laundering, failure to register as a foreign agent, and lying to investigators. So this is certainly taking a long time to complete. I wonder if it'll ever happen. The investigation to Hunter Biden uh, began in 2019, and it's been ongoing for two years. The investigation has been led by the U.S. Attorney's Office from the District of Delaware. The New York Times reported that prosecutors have been focusing on Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine and China. The Times reported that prosecutors are looking into whether Hunter Biden used his father's position as vice president to enrich himself. I mean, it's so obvious. <laughs> He's obviously done that. What do you? Th- why are you taking all this time? Anyhow, the Times reported that prosecutors are looking into whether Hunter Biden lived in, lied to investigators about his business dealings. The investigation into Hunter Biden has been controversial. Some critics have accused the Biden administration of trying to interfere with the investigation. The Biden administration has denied any wrongdoing, of course. If Hunter Biden is charged with a crime, it could be a major political scandal for the Biden administration. And the scandal could damage the president's reputation and could make it more difficult for him to govern. Uh, And that's what he tries to do, I guess, is to govern. Uh, The investigation to Hunter Biden is ongoing, and it's not clear when or if prosecutors will file charges. However, the fact that prosecutors are considering four criminal charges against Hunter Biden is a significant development. It suggests that prosecutors believe that there is strong evidence of wrongdoing. The investigation to Hunter Biden is a reminder that no one is above the law, even though it may stretch out for a long time for Uh, the elite and the ruling class here in Washington, D.C., not even the president's son. If Hunter Biden is found guilty of a crime, he should be held accountable, and let's certainly hope he will be. Yes, uh, perhaps uh, Joe Biden wants to run for another turn so he can uh, uh, take action and uh, prevent uh, prosecution of Hunter Biden. Global military spending, by the way, hit an unprecedented high of $2.2 trillion last year, thanks in part to the Ukraine and and, uh, the war in Ukraine and ambitions of China, according to the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute. But nobody spends on military like the U.S. spends. The U.S. spent $877 billion 
Uh, expenditure was three times bigger than the country with the next largest budget, China, and amounted to more cash than the next 10 biggest spenders paid out combined, including China. Ten times more. We're certainly keeping those boys busy. And finally in this segment, uh, Aaron Rodgers was traded finally to the New York Jets. After 18 seasons with the Green Bay Packers, the four-time MVP quarterback is headed to New York City in a long-anticipated trade. Uncertain of his next move this winter, Rodgers famously entered a dark retreat in Oregon and apparently left the experience with the desire to pay uh, a lot more for housing. Rodgers' move from Green Bay to New York uh, near the end of his career is reminiscent of Brett Favre's trade to the Jets 15 years ago, which allowed a young Rodgers to take the reins at Lambeau Field. So what uh, goes around comes around, huh? Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you visit the website, johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. Coming up, I'm going to visit with Kathleen Pasadomo, the president of the Florida State Senate. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of the Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m., seven days a week. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. Everyone, every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CollierSeniorCenter.org. That's CollierSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252-4541. Welcome 
back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by internationalhealthplans.com. If you're planning on traveling abroad, most health insurance plans here in the United States don't cover international travel. And you want to travel with confidence and make sure you'll be taken care of if you're sick or hurt abroad. And you can take care of that problem with uh, just very little money each day, as little as $1.25 a day. Uh, the website is internationalhealthplans.com. Coming up, we're going to visit with Seat Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Right now we have with us Kathleen Pasadomo. She is the president of the Florida State Senate. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Kathleen. Uh, coming to the close of the session, if I'm not mistaken, just another week after this? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's... Uh been very hectic. <laughs> We've got uh, we're in budget negotiations right now with the House. We're not too far apart, but that'll take the rest of this week. And uh, then the Speaker and I will sit down this weekend and finalize it and uh, get it on the desk by Monday night so we can vote on next Friday. Perfect. And uh, I would imagine there's some other bills pending as well. Yeah, you know, we spent a lot of time this session doing some of the big bills that We've been working with the governor's office on, and so um, a lot of the member bills now are are speeding through the process. And you know, it's this is the end where uh, bills that did not make it through, people are trying to put them as amendments on other bills. And I spend half my day watching to to see what what amendments are being filed to make sure that we don't inadvertently put something on a bill that's the wrong thing to do. So it's pretty uh, pretty hectic here. Yeah, just for clarification. Uh, uh a personal bill or member bill would be uh, uh, something that affects locally and it would be kind of a bringing home the bacon for... No, not necessarily. When I say member bills, you know, in the House, each member can file six bills a year. We're unlimited in the Senate. Um, and they, they range uh, from agency bills, whether they're a financial services package, a DEP package, a health care package. You know, there's always issues every year um, to you know, problems that arise in various uh, silos, whether it be in law enforcement or, or like I, we're working on the vacation rental bill today and uh, the insurer accountability bill. They're, they're statewide significance, but they were the ideas of and being um, promoted by individual members who care about the issue. So uh, they're not, they're really the, the meat of our session. Yeah. So out of curiosity, I mean, there are good bills out there. I'm sure does a member bill added on to a bill that a lot of folks are supporting ever kill the bill and make it so it can't can't pass? Yes, it does. Yeah, that's the problem. You have to be wary of it because I'm very strict on if a a bill is stuck in committee and hasn't gone through the process and then then someone tries to amend it on a bill that's moving forward, it could be um, something that people have issues with or... Uh, a chair didn't want to hear it for whatever reason, or it's not. It may not be good policy, or it may not actually fit on the bill. It may not be germane. Uh, the bill could be re-referenced back to committee, and we don't meet anymore in committee, so that that could kill the underlying bill. And you know, it, it has happened, and we'll you know we're trying to guard against it this session. Yeah, uh, what can be done about it? Uh, we can call the bill the amendment sponsor and say, uh, you if you put that amendment on the bill, it might kill it. Do you want to do that to your to your colleague ah. and usually they say no sometimes they say i don't care and then it is what it is and then the uh, uh the uh, member whose um bill is being uh 
uh, pressured will call the members of the committee and say, you can't vote for this amendment because it'll kill my bill or whatever. It, it, it's fun, uh, you know, and it's, it's fun, but it's uh, tense and, and strenuous. And we'll get through it. Making sausage. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That is so interesting. So let's talk about the budget. Uh, what, are there any areas of controversy or difference between the House and the Senate? Yeah, I mean, we we started out a couple of billion dollars apart. We're coming closer. Right now we're in what we call a conference where the uh, budget silos, the subcommittees um, in both the House and the Senate meet and go through what the differences are and try to reconcile them. They've made great progress. Uh, they started yesterday morning. Um, they, most of the budget subcommittees met twice yesterday, and they're going to probably meet twice today to try to get as much done as they can. If they are still not reconciled, which they usually aren't, then by the end of the week, uh, we call they bump it up to the uh, the appropriations chairs in the House and the Senate, um, and they try to reconcile the remainder. And whatever they can't reconcile gets bumped to me and the Speaker, which will probably happen this week, which will happen this weekend, because we have to get the budget uh, finalized, uh, you know, internally so that it could be printed and put on the desk by Monday night in order to vote on Friday because we have um, a, a constitutional 72 hours cooling off period so that people have an opportunity to review and et cetera. So we're well on track to do that. Oh, that would be a practice to be practiced in the uh, federal government as well. <laughs> sounds like a good <laughs> well, idea. You know, make America Florida, as they say. <laughs> Absolutely. And on a personal note, I must say that <clears throat> I, I had my taxes done, and I uh, had down some losses ba uh, based on insurance uh, on Hurricane Ian. And my CPA said, hey, we, you can't write that off yet until it's de declared as a national disaster or something like that. I'm not exactly what the exact yeah, language right. is. Can you that's comment right. on that? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a federal issue. Um, it hasn't been done. And uh, I mean, what you can do is if you've had uh, some losses to the value of your uh, apartment because of hurricane damage, you, you would be able to get... Um, a reduction in your property taxes, but federal stuff I don't, I don't have obviously any control over. I have, I understand. So anyhow, you are the president of the Senate, and I'm sure it's been a, a heavy burden for you. <laughs> it's, it's been, yeah, but uh, but it's been great to be able to do some good policy. Outstanding. Again, Kathleen Pasadena, our state senator, as well as president of the Florida State Senate, I genuinely appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, and have a great day. You as well. Thank you, Kathleen. All right, coming up, we're going to visit with Boo Mortens, and we'll find out what's new with Boo. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. you have questions about your retirement, Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. 
Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Finish what you started with the Hodges University wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harton. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. <clears throat> they get the politics and know the policy. They prepare elected officials get into office. And what do you do? How do you pass legislation? Well, we prepare elected officials to help uh, winning strategies. The website is thefga.org. Coming up, we're going to visit with Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Right now, it's time to find out what's new with Boo, Boo Mortensen, right here on the Paradise Coast. Boo, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Well, it's my pleasure, Bob. And today, Biden formally announced his re-election campaign to start. Boo, are you there? Yep. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. Well, Biden has officially thrown his hat in the ring. Uh, which everybody knew he was going to, but I think as of today he has. And how do Americans feel about that? Well, I'm going to give you some options that they don't feel. They don't feel fear. They don't feel sadness. They don't feel hope. They don't feel anger, nor excitement, nor pride, or nor gratitude. You know what they feel? What do they feel? Exhaustion. <laughs> Exhaustion of his presidency? Uh, yeah, that we're going through this again, that uh, it, it really is has to do with the fatigue has to do with the fact that Trump, you know, I think Trump and a lot of his antics. I know everyone likes his politics, as do I. But, you know, he's kind of an exhausting character. Yeah. And and certainly whatever in the hell has gone on during Biden's administration, I think people are just exhausted with all of it. Well, it's it's been uh, it's you know it's I think it's left us exhausted because the velocity of change here in the United States has been so big and and uh, you know when you see change you can either respond I like the change or I don't like the change and for the most part I don't like the changes that I'm seeing so it's creating a sense of irritation or you know it's in that sense it's very re exhausting. Oh, I think so. Um, and what's interesting <clears throat> is that. This is the only race in history in which one candidate, that being Trump, is facing indictment and possible criminal prosecution. Yeah. So that's kind of a offbeat. They're doing everything in their power yeah. to stop <laughs> stop Trump. It's just amazing to me, unbelievable. You know, one of the things I'm kind of uh, 
I'm interested in and excited about, actually, is Robert Kennedy decided to run for presidency in the Democrat ticket. And uh, I think that might be very, very interesting. I'm, I'm noticing that the mainstream media is calling him a vax denier and this, that, and the other thing, vaccine denier. Uh, apparently, they just don't like the idea that he's considering running. But he's a very bright man. And if you had to have a Democrat president, I must say that I would choose, uh, out of all the people that I know in the Democrat Party who are politicians, I'd choose Robert Kennedy. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting choice. I had no idea <clears throat> that he was running, but I think that um, he'd be a good option. Yeah. He'd certainly be better than what we've got. It certainly would, and I, I see him as a man with integrity. I, I believe uh, when he says something, he's coming from a place of truth, not strictly politics and what's best, uh, you know, what's the flavor of the day in order to win a political uh, 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 point or whatever it might be. I think. Uh, well, what do you think of Tur- Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon both being let go? Yeah, that's that's a that's really a strange one. I I, you know, you I one of the things that nobody's talking about is cost cuts. I don't know what they paid Tucker Carlson. It's got to be a lot of money. But uh, that's one thing. Is of course uh, the whole, everybody's preparing for the downturn, and that might be one of the things they consider. But my gosh, talk about a stupid move. Tucker Carlson is the most watched television program and cable news anywhere. Uh, he gets oh, over yeah. three million uh, viewers, and when they're going to see that go away, I and mean, they they can't possibly fill that void with somebody who's going to attract that. I'm not really clear of the reason that he was ultimately let go. Yeah, is because uh, some of his emails that were very critical of his bosses was leaked. Yeah, is that reason enough to cash cash? Well, you know, here's the thing, Boo. If you own the company, Murdoch or whoever, or maybe his wife doesn't like what Tucker Carlson is doing. Uh, you know, all that pillow talk and everything that goes on, you end up <laughs> losing your job. But, you know, he's already received, as I understand it, Tucker Carlson's received a $250 million five-year deal offer. And that's within 24 hours of announcing this news. Uh, I've listened to talk show hosts right now uh, suggest that uh, we should get together and somehow we'll form a a network or we'll do it on Rumble or whatever it might be. A lot of people are excited about uh, hooking up with uh, Tucker Carlson. Oh, I think he'll strike out on his own. You mean to create his own show that's independent? Hmm. How would he do that? I don't know. I mean, but don't you think that that's ultimately what he's going to do? He's not going to go to NBC, CNBC, CBS, ABC. He's not going to go to the major networks. I wouldn't think so. you know he's got something up his sleeve. Uh, I would think so. So uh, I would, uh, well, this one offer that I've heard about it. Now, this is on social media. I can't say it has a lot of credibility, but nevertheless, it's been out there. And the velocity of uh, exchanges of people saying, suggesting this $250 million offer is coming from CNN. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be... He started at CNN. Wouldn't that be a shocker to see him coming back? And and I understand that they're, they've got a major stockholder that wants to redo the network and uh, uh, make it more uh, centrist or conservative-leaning. That would be a blessing. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> now, let's see if that really happens. Yeah. I mean, I, 
<clears throat> that's stretching the imagination, <clears throat> but I sure would love to see something like that. And uh, <clears throat> right now, Fox is the only is the lone star in the galaxy. It is, although I don't know if you just uh, if you uh, uh, watch any of these other networks like uh, now, nah, forgetting the names of them, but uh, 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 the, uh, we watch a lot of. Uh, gosh, I can't, I can't remember. Uh, right news or something like that. Anyhow, uh, there's a couple of networks that are really terrific and have great uh, hosts that uh, we watch, and uh, it's uh, unfortunately I don't think they're well known or well recognized because uh, most people just go to the you just uh, kind of submit. The big ones. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting. Well, uh, it'll be interesting. Maybe artificial intelligence will replace them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could happen too. Uh, any thoughts about Don Lamone or whatever his name is, uh, and uh, him getting getting the boot? I don't know much about that. Yeah, I've never watched no. his show. Uh, sadly, I mean, I probably should watch it. Uh, I should have watched it uh, just to get an idea of the content. But I see enough of the uh, and hear enough about it that uh, you know he was. And he goes out and he says at the very end, at least management could have given me a call. They, instead, they told my agent. <laughs> and just, oh, wow. It's just typical of him to be whining at the very end, huh? Yeah, I um, you know I watch so little TV. I decided during COVID where, you know, it was so much finger pointing and it just became so chaotic that I just took a time out. And interestingly enough, when you get away from TV, you kind of, you don't really miss it. Mm-hmm. At least I don't. So I get all my news through a couple of websites on the internet and then through, and it's biased, I'll grant you that, mm-hmm. you know, through the Wall Street Journal you know, I'm not reading the Washington Post or the L.A. Times <clears throat> because it doesn't fit into my political sensibilities. Mm-hmm. So you read what supports your vision, and I, I get that. But I just, I don't know, TV just got too crazy. Well, it's true. I mean, in order to attract uh, readers uh, or, or viewers, you end up, uh, you have con- controversies and contention, and so that's uh, that's what kind of builds the tension there, uh, draws people to watch the show, and that's unfortunate because uh, I don't even remember the, uh, the the movie Network. Do you remember that? I, oh yeah. I, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. Well, ever since then, Boo, uh, we've seen a change in what's happened, and right now, new is is uh, a profitable business. It used to be not profitable. It used to be something they put on just to uh, provide a support and service to the to the uh, community. Now it's a it's a profit center, and so you go to these websites. They're looking for clicks. You know that's what yeah. they're and uh, the and what gets click clicks conf- controversy and. <laughs> Something absurd that's said by somebody or something like that just to create some and provoke some uh, controversy. Well, and you live with enough controversy for years, and then what do you have Like, is what is the American public have? And this is not, <clears throat> you know, 44% of people are, and that's across party lines. Yeah. That's Democratic and Republican that you end up with fatigue. Right. You have news fatigue. You have drama fatigue. We have Biden's fatigue. It's just, you know, in the economy, everything is just grinding. You know, that's not... What did Abraham Lincoln say? A country divided cannot stand. 
Well, we're a country divided. It's so true. Boo Mortensen, again, it's always interesting to get your comments and commentary here on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Well, she's right. People are exhausted with all this. Coming up, we're going to visit with Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Finish what you started with the Hodges University Wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the Wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now I'll play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me and he'll help you too. Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, limited government, and the rule of law. We have the Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Seton, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Seton. Tell us about Less Government. Yeah, we exist to reduce the size, scope, and sphere of influence of government, and fewer and fewer people do, yeah. speaking of Tucker Carlson. <laughs> so, Tucker Carlson uh, got the boot. I can't read it any other way, but I'd be interested in your thoughts on, on uh, what's going on. Well, you know, I just, I, I, I went and did some research, as I always do when something happens, and I discovered, you know, because somebody, you know, everyone's speculating about what he's going to do next, and uh, left winger, the, this guy called the young, he calls himself the Young Turk, says he's going to run for president. That's not going to happen. I was looking at previous. Well, I, I was looking at previous major personality departures from Fox, and the two that leap to mind are Bill O'Reilly and Glenn Beck. Yeah. And what they did was is they made the cash grab. You know, if you have 
O'Reilly had almost 4 million viewers. You take 10% of that to your website where they pay 20 bucks a month. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of freaking money. But is Bill O'Reilly relevant to the modern, to today's political discussion? Not no, really. He's completely irrelevant. Yeah. Glenn Beck, same thing. Now, I, you know, I benefited from Beck Shaw. I was on it a ton. I was on it for 20 minutes the first time he broke 3 million at 5 p.m. Wow. He did the cash grab. He left Fox and, and, and set up the blaze. Again, do the, do the math. 3 million, 10%, $20 a month. Boom. However, is he relevant to the current political discussion? Not really. No. No. So, because there are only so many time slots on relevant television channels. There are nine trillion websites. Yeah. So, you know, plus the people who make television relevant only watch television. They're not writing about the blades. They're not writing about O'Reilly's website. So, so and I posted this on Facebook. Go ahead. And now I was going to ask, is the blaze successful? Is it financially successful? Oh, it's kicking, yeah. He's, 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 he's richer now, yeah. I didn't know very, that. Very, very wealthy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's making, look, it's, like I said, you take 300,000 people at 20 bucks a month, multiply that out. Yeah. And that's, if you only took, and that's only if you took 10% of your Fox audience with you. Interesting. Um, so, so, yeah, it, it's a very successful venture. O'Reilly's doing well, you know, um, financially. But I, I, I'm looking at two different things. I'm looking at financial well-being and success, and relevance to the debate because it's a political discourse in which they're make, you know on which they're making their fortunes. Right. And they're just not as they're not a fraction of as relevant as they were when they were on Fox. Hmm. So you know, Tucker's a ver and, and and this is this is partly a, a result of the continued fracturing of the audience with you know, 9 million podcasts and 9 million websites and all that. But when O'Reilly left, he had almost 4 million viewers. Tucker's last show was just over 3 million viewers. Yeah. So he'd lost 25. And remember, he, he inherited O'Reilly's audience. He was the replacement of O'Reilly. And he shrank the audience by 25%. I'm just looking at the numbers. I'm, I posted this on Facebook, and all these Tucker files... I, I like Tucker. I know him personally. I've yeah. been on his show. Yeah. He's a very nice guy. He's one of the most genuine guys in D.C. Right. I'm just pointing out what happened. No, I understand. And See, I'm getting screeched out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm not saying you're screeching at me. I'm saying I'm getting screeched at elsewhere. No, I understand that. But and uh, I, but this is information to me I didn't know, so I really appreciate you sharing it with us here. Uh, the, yes. The thing is, uh, I would I've heard... Now this is on social media, and I don't know. You can't say that it's credible information, but I've heard that Tucker's okay. already Tucker's already been offered a two hundred fifty million five year deal on CNN. That would surprise me because Lick, I think his name's Stephen Lick. His last name is Lick. I, how can you forget the last the surname Lick? Yeah. Um, I would be highly surprised if Lick wants to hire Tucker Carlson. It would be, you know, remember when Rush Limbaugh was still alive and kicking, he said, if I were running CNN, I would hire me. Yeah. And let me program the network. So and, I, I had the story you know, behind this. Rush was right. 
the story behind this, Russell I heard they have a... And Tucker said Tucker would be an excellent choice to make that move, you know, to move in that direction. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I was only going to mention that apparently they have a large stockholder, I don't know if it's licked or not, that uh, wants to see the network move in a new direction. That's the story. Well, that's interesting. It, it, it almost certainly wouldn't be licked because licks the, uh, the president or whatever they call him, CEO or whatever, yeah. of, the, of, the, of the network. And I doubt very seriously he's wealthy enough to be the major, you know, a major shareholder. Yeah, maybe he is. I don't know. Right. But you know, he wouldn't need to be a major shareholder to make that move. He's the he's the program director in radio parlance. He's the guy who chooses who gets on the air. So he can make that move unless the board would just revolt. Well, you know, the, the and, other and, thing and is, and of course, course a, a two hundred fifty million dollar expenditure is going to take some approval for, from the higher ups <laughs> for sure. Well, that's less than they spent on CNN Plus. Is it really? Well, you know oh, that yeah, might three hundred million on CNN Plus. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you, but uh, <laughs> we we had uh, we had uh, Fox Nation. We subscribed to it mainly to watch uh, Tucker Carlson today. Yeah, those he was ep- producing phenomenal online content. You were exactly right. And you the first it. thing we did when we heard the news, we canceled Fox Nation. Yeah. I don't think we were well, you alone. You saw their stock. Yeah. I saw their stock drop almost nine, over $900 billion, which I noted at the time was more than the entire Dominion settlement for which he was being blamed by the network. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the Dominion settlement, which is, the, for people who don't know, was the voting machine lawsuit against Fox. They settled for like $787 million. And then, so, they, so that was one of the excuses. CNBC said it was because of the Dominion settlement because it was... Tucker leading the charge against Dominion on the air. And as soon as they fired him, the stock dropped over $900 million, which I'm no math major, but that's <laughs> more than $787 million. So, it's, it's so a, I thought that was kind of ironic and interesting. It is an interesting and ironic. And quite frankly, these moves, I think, I personally think, are going to really change the demographics for Fox viewership. I don't see, I don't see how they're going to replace Tucker Carlson uh, with, uh, well, they've got, I saw a number and I wish I remembered it. They've got, uh, of the top 100 news programs, they've got 92 of them. Huh? So they almost, I think they view as, as I think, you know, they're smart people. They see the ever shrinking, you know, the, the, the ever shattered, scattering, you know, audience, uh, you know, with all the choices and more and more choices, and they think I, we can pro, we can plug in anybody, and they're they're probably chalking up as as am I, by the way. Most of the twenty five percent drop from O'Reilly to Tucker is just a shrinking of the available audience. Not that Tucker lost people that you know the, yeah. like O'Reilly in any significant portion. I just think they think they can plug and play anybody. Look, I think Brian Kilmeade, who who filled in, you know, who did last night, whatever you want to call it, fill in, guest host, whatever you want to call it, for in Tucker's slot. I think he's great. Yeah. And I think they should give him the eight o'clock slot. And I, you know, because God knows it would be better than getting up at three in the morning every every morning, like he's been doing for years to to Fox and Friends. That's so fast. I think he's great. I think he's sn- snide and funny and smart and and. Um, you know, I, I've been in, I'm not, I keep slapping myself on the back, I don't mean to. I've been interviewed by a bunch of times, 
I had more fun being interviewed by him and Juicy than anybody on the show on the network. Almost as so, fun as interviewed you know. by me. <laughs> Again, uh, Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. I really appreciate your commentary here on the show. So interesting. Uh, visit lessgovernment.org. You can also visit Less Government on Facebook. Seton, really appreciate your commentary. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Bob. My pleasure indeed. All right, coming up, we're going to visit with Linda Harden. She knows a lot, and we're going to find out what she's thinking about all the things that are going on right now. That and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Luke Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Linda and myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate Courtyard Garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean Dining Room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round, Visit BlueProvenceNaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's BlueProvenceNaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. Welcome back to the Bob Harton Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Golf Shore Playhouse, changing lives through exceptional theater experiences. Uh, you can find out more by visiting the website golfshoreplayhouse.org. We have with us Linda Harden, my wife, <clears throat> but also extremely knowledgeable what's happening around the world and right here on the Paradise Coast. Linda, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. So, uh, so much going on. I'm exhausted. Yeah, are you? It's like taking a drink out of a fire hose, isn't it? Well, after yesterday, you know, let me just give myself credit for just mm-hmm. a second. Um, after that, that uh, sudden settlement of the Fox News and uh, Dominion Voting Systems uh, lawsuit, yeah. trial, whatever, that came out of nowhere that we, th- we said, holy smokes, what is Fox doing? They just caved. And remember I said, watch and see, people are going to start falling off of separating themselves from Fox News. I, I want credit for that. Yeah. Go in the credit book for Linda Hart. Yeah. 
So barely did those words come out of my mouth, then guess who parted company with, with Fox? Dan Bongino. Yeah. Who, by the way, um, I get his podcast and, and I email, he opens his, his email address to anybody who wants to uh, talk to him about anything. I've been sending him emails for a long time. Not that I'm taking personal credit for this, mind you. But I said, you people need to get out of Fox because they are, they're like the Titanic going down for the last time. And here's, here's Dan Bongino, parting company. He says, oh, no, no, it was a um, contract dispute. I don't think so. No. Uh-uh. And so now, and I, and I said to you, I said, let's see what happens next. Watch Tucker, because Tucker, Tucker was out with all these these um, red pills about what what's been going on with the with the bio labs in Ukraine. He covered stuff no one else. Nobody would else covered. covered. And and so and so all of a sudden, bibbity bobbity boo, we wake up to yesterday with Tucker has. "Quote unquote parted company, agreed to part company with Fox." Boom. Say one one thought I have about that is that uh, typically uh, they would ha- probably uh, have sub language that it ha- they would have him agree to and give him a parting sum of money to uh, to make sure that it sounds amicable. Uh, it's evident to me that Tucker Carlson refused to do that. He refused to say, "I I'm not going to be bought. I will say whatever I want to say when I'm ready to say it." I think well, well, I mean. right. In in one of his podcasts, or not? When he was not, not one of his podcasts. One of um, the interviews he did with someone else on a podcast was, and he he said he has learned so much from being in media for all these years yeah. that it's so easy to be dishonest. And one of the greatest revelations that he's had is that being honest and truthful just gives him. The best feeling of all time. It just—it's just exuberant to him. So anything he's saying—he's said—he's been saying over the last couple months, whatever, has been—you know—it's been red pilling, uh, lightning truth. Yeah. And and they just couldn't stand for it anymore. So I I can't wait to see what happens next where he lands. I mean, um, Newsmax last night we wa- we were watching Greg Kelly, who I really like a lot, interview Trump and and. You know what's going to happen with that, and and you didn't hear this, but I heard it this morning when I watched a little bit more of it. Was that uh, Greg Kelly says Fox is in big turmoil over there? They've got a lot of issues going on. Oh boy, is that an understatement? Mm-hmm. They're they're, I mean, they lost a, a, almost a billion dollars yesterday in market share because of of them parting company with Tucker. And oh by the way. People are exiting Fox Nation in droves, including us. Yeah. Because guess why? The only reason that I signed up for Fox Nation to begin with was to listen to Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, exactly. I mean, Tucker Carlson is a real talent. Uh, Apparently, I've uh, heard, uh, I read a a snippet that said that people, some people at Fox News are happy to see him go, that uh, they're tired of his lies, and they they, uh, work hard as journalists. Uh, news people, and they're 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 hoping that uh, Fox will focus more on the news, which is so disingenuous. Do you know? Did did they say who said that? No, it was, it was uh, apparently some news people at Fox News. Well, I can we name names? Yeah, Neil Cavuto, I bet was one of them. Yeah, um, Steve Ducey, who's on Fox and and Friends in the Morning, who was the biggest mask wearer, pill pusher of vaccines yeah. you'd ever want to see. I mean, just just to name that's, two. Yeah, that's a, those are good points. You know, you're probably right on that. That's 
Well, uh, well, and oh, by the way, don't forget that and Tucker Carlson's shows, which I miss. I mean, he's been gone one night, and yeah. I'm just like <laughs> in withdrawal. I just miss him so much already. I know. But he called out people on Friday of, of networks that 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 would broadcast stuff that was de- detrimental to people's health, all for the sake of getting. Um, bucks from from the pharmaceutical companies i mean he didn't hold back he did not and i was so grateful for his commentary and i agreed with him i didn't find him ever hedging in terms of the truth i thought he he told it like it is as he as they say they told he told it with a bark on (laughs) well and 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 like i told you last night before we went to bed what it's interesting that it was the first time in i don't know how many years since tucker's been on that Sean Hannity felt it was important to plug his own show because he's part of that sinking ship. He was riding on the on the tails of, of Tucker Tucker's Cross. lead in, lead yeah. in. And, and so now he's just going, oh my goodness, oh my, guess who he had on his show last night? Ron DeSantis from Japan. That, that was just like, oh my goodness, he's desperate. And by the way, Ron DeSantis didn't come across great on, uh, on the show. Rand, Ron DeSantis is on a, an important mission. Uh, uh, he is uh, visiting with Japan right now. We have billions and billions of dollars that we do with uh, Japan and businesses in Japan. And quite frankly, these these missions, these uh, visits, uh, really do create a lot of business, and, and that therefore leads to jobs and well, but, but velocity of change and money and all kinds of things here in, in Florida. Steve Bannon on his show yesterday said it was the worst possible timing that Ron DeSantis could go overseas. It's the worst possible time. If he, fact, in fact, wants to run for president. I, I, I have serious doubts whether he does. Well, you know what? Um, it's so exciting. I'm exhausted, but in a good way, because things are happening. Mm-hmm. People are waking up. People are paying attention. And yeah, it's exhausting about watching everything that's coming out all the time. Like I told you this morning, I read last night on on the on, uh, the social media platforms that I follow that uh, Maria Bartiromo and um, Judge Jeanine Pirro were going to be fired because, by the way, they they were mentioned in this lawsuit with Dominion, mm-hmm. and so I I was so glad because if they lose Maria Bartiromo, holy smokes, because she's she's. She's as, a worker, I'll tell you. Well, she is. Nobody she, works harder than Maria. No, and, and she's carrying Fox business. Yeah. She's carrying Fox business. Yeah. And so and so I'm I'm pleased to see her, but but something strange is going on there too because because she's broadcasting part of her show from from home, which is totally weird. But anyway, let me just mention about Glenn Beck yesterday. That Tucker's departure from from Fox, it happened while Glenn Beck was on the air and he I played you his clip. They were just totally shocked, yeah. and 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 they said this is the end of Fox News. So we shall see how they scramble to to try and gain people. Because guess what? Nobody from the the social media uh, people that I follow, Carly Bond, Midnight Rider, all these people. Usually they cover everything that's everything that's on Fox. They weren't covering anything on Fox last night. They wouldn't cover Sean Hannity. They gave one uh, snippet of, of uh, Laura Ingram. Um, they, they showed Brian Kilmeade um, with, a, with a not a very nice name coming on uh, where Tucker Carlson should be. 
Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to see what happens next. Absolutely. Linda Harden, again, just genuinely appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. All right. Well, that's a wrap here on today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. We've got some great guests lined up for tomorrow, including Bob Levy, the chairman emeritus of the Cato Institute, and Andrew Joppa, professor and author of Josephus of Oz. Always appreciate your comments on the show. You can send me an email at bobharden at hotmail.com. Also, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends about it. That's one of the ways we build our listenership and uh, reward our advertisers. We can't do the show without them. I hope you make it a great day on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. Thanks so much for listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com. <laughs>